Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Thursday, January 13th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. The Austrian Data Protection Authority ruled that a website in Austria using Google Analytics violated GDPR, saying that exporting visitors' data to the U.S. with the service violated provisions about data transfers. It found that data protection implemented by Google, including encryption at rest in data centers, were insufficient to effectively block U.S. intelligence services from accessing the data, as required under GDPR. Tesla removed references to a 2022 production schedule for the Cybertruck from its website. The vehicle was announced in 2019, initially scheduled to begin production in 2021, with Tesla announcing a delay to 2022 back in August. CEO Elon Musk promised to share a product roadmap update for the Cybertruck on Tesla's January 26th earning call. Nigeria lifted its ban of Twitter in the country after Twitter agreed to open a local office and appoint a representative. Twitter was suspended on June 4th after it removed a post by Nigerian President Muhammadu Buhari. U.S. Cyber Command announced that the Advanced Persistent Threat Group known as Muddy Water is part of the Iranian Ministry of Intelligence and Security. This is the first time the U.S. has publicly linked a threat actor to the Iranian government directly. In its Q4 earnings report, TSMC said it expects to spend between $40 billion and $44 billion in 2022 on capital spending, up from a record $30 billion in 2021. The company previously announced it would spend $100 billion through 2023 to expand manufacturing capacity. This week, some iPhone users noticed that iCloud Private Relay stopped working on cell connections. T-Mobile suggested the issue came from iOS 15.2. Apple now says that nothing changed in 15.2 to prevent the feature from working with carriers and also confirmed no carrier partners are blocking the feature. China's state-backed blockchain services network will roll out infrastructure called BSN Distributed Digital Certificate to support minting NFTs. This will provide APIs needed to build user portals and wallets to manage NFTs. The only currency supported will be the yuan as anonymous public blockchains used by cryptocurrencies are illegal in China. 
Ant Group, Tencent, JD.com, and Baidu have all launched NFTs or digital collectible products since last summer. Some Instagram users in Turkey and Brazil report that the latest update to the app adds vertical scrolling to stories. Instagram confirmed it was prototyping vertical scrolling of stories content back in February. It's not clear if this is a limited test or a gradual rollout of the feature. Leica launched the M11, its latest digital rangefinder camera. It comes with a new 60-megapixel backside-illuminated full-frame sensor, a 64% larger battery rated for up to 1,700 shots, USB-C support, and 64 gigabytes of internal storage. If you have to ask, you can't afford it, but it starts at $8,995. Microsoft confirmed it ended all production of Xbox One consoles. The company already announced it discontinued making the Xbox One X and Xbox One S all-digital edition ahead of the Xbox Series X launch. It now says end of production of the Xbox One S at the end of 2020. The founder of Second Life, Philip Rosedale, confirmed he's returning to its parent company, Linden Lab, to act as strategic advisor and guide Second Life's expansion as interest in the metaverse grows. Rosedale served as CEO of Linden Lab from its founding in 1999 through 2008 and briefly interim CEO in 2010. Sony notified UK retailers to remove PlayStation Now subscription cards by January 21st. The company confirmed the move, saying it was moving away from the cards to focus on our current cash-denomination PlayStation gift cards, which can be redeemed for PlayStation Now. The latest beta of the macOS Dropbox app runs natively on Apple Silicon. Dropbox confirmed it was working on a native port for Apple Silicon back in October, but only said it would be available sometime in 2022. Sony will bring its Xperia 5 3 flagship phone to the U.S. for $999. The phone was initially announced in April 2021, so it has early 2021 flagship specs, including a Snapdragon 888 SoC. It stands out with a tall 21x9, 120Hz, 6.1-inch OLED screen, expandable storage, and a headphone jack. And finally, Apple confirmed it removed several clones of the popular word game Wordle from the App Store. Wordle is a browser-based game with no app available, making it easier for clothes to get into the App Store. No word and if Google will remove similar clones from the Play Store. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.